0: The Delivery, Sixth and Final Chapter The gas fire was on low. The air was thick, stuffy and full of dust. The orange glow of the dim fire lit up the creases and folds of the drooping curtain. The curtain that was hanging limply from the plastic rods that were bent, allowing the grey skies and grubby window to be seen. The news agent took off his spectacles they had steamed up, his eyes were running with the dryness of the room. He rubbed them upon the corner of his jacket and put them back on over the ridge of his slightly hooked nose. He blinked, once, twice, to rid himself of the tears that had filled the corners of each eye. He then pulled back the curtains to reveal a crack across the middle, large windowpane. And for a moment it was as if the skies had a fracture across the pouring rain and the grey granite mass of falling clouds was pressing to get into the room. And in the room the smell was overpowering. It was a mixture of moulding food, acrid dust and the bitter stale taste of newspaper print that had been in the damp cold air far too long. For a living room it was dark. At first, he couldn't see clearly except to make out the square, dull television screen, the sagging, overburdened bookshelves, the old gramophone, and the tattered, dull brown gray of carpet lying next to the dull hiss of the fire. He took all of this in within seconds, immediately turning again to the window opening the small side window to the myriad of drumbeats as the rain poured against the glass. He let in a cool, damp breath of outside air before closing it again. He was, though, feeling watched somehow, and feeling that he had also missed something. He turned slowly around and looked into the grey-orange glow of the chair and the figure stretched upon it in the corner of the room. Although he was short-sighted, he could see it was the outline of a man. He searched quickly for a light switch and found it near to the door that he presumed led directly into the kitchen. He clicked it down, expecting the room to flood with immediate light. Nothing. The bulb must have been smashed, or else, or else the electric had gone off or had been turned off. He turned again to the still, motionless and silently reclining figure and moved closer. Odd, he thought to himself, as his eyes traced the outline of what he thought to be John. He wasn't sure. He'd seen dead bodies before, but not like this, or so he thought. It was as if As if it was an embalming somehow, the legs, arms, hands and torso had been wrapped in old newspapers. Newspapers that had been torn, folded, into strips and lengths that had been woven together over and over again, the head too, with just the dark, dull, empty sockets of eyes and two holes for nostrils visible as specks of darkness. Hey, lad! Come here! Come, come and look at this. He was both excited and scared. Scared because he couldn't believe his eyes, and he needed the lad to see it with him, to be sure, to believe. But of what he didn't know. The paper boy heard his boss and left the corridor, and with Patch with him, entered into the room. He saw the reclining figure almost immediately and his boss standing over it with his hand over his mouth. The room was warm. He saw the gas fire on, the small window open, and the dull light that was like a cloud of silver dust, thick and opaque in layers across the room with patch behind him he stepped forward and looked down at the figure standing in silence next to his boss he could hear his own quick breathing and suddenly patch began to whine whimper and retreat from the living room it was a man wrapped perfectly in newspaper or so it seemed. It looked like he remembered John to be, his posture, his attitude, his body and head, but all wrapped in newspaper. His heart was beating furiously as he stepped closer. Yes, it was him, but how? What? The questions filled and expanded into his brain. Curiosity overcame his need to scream and bolt from the room. Something was wrong, and yet, and yet was this some kind of joke? Who was John really, except a face in the window? He saw his boss lift his foot and tap the house slippers lightly. They fell off with a light thud to the floor. His boss then bent down and tapped the lower left arm of the embalmed man with two outstretched fingers of his right hand. Nothing. He pressed the tubes, the left arm, of perfectly formed newspaper again and again, more firmly this time, nothing again. Except, except both realised that the body of newspaper was hollow. What the heck is this, lad? Patch was growling now and retreated further from the room, his tail between his legs, his head low, his eyes bulging with innate And shared animal fear. When the right arm lifted suddenly as if to swipe away his boss's hand, and the head turned to look at him, the black slow emptiness of eyes stirring uncomprehendingly at his newspaper deliverer, both man and boy screamed and ran with the dog chasing after them out of the house and into the numbing silence of the falling rain